Welcome back, folks, to 709 Meridian and the, the summer of duologies. We are your hosts. This is D and Andrew. Hello. And we are doing commentaries this time around on films that didn't quite warrant an entire franchise. So you got a solo movie that did well enough, made enough money, got a sequel, and that's where they stopped. <laughs> so um, just in case you guys aren't in the know, we will have an unsynced version of this commentary to go alongside our feature-length commentary, which you guys can follow along if you like. Yes, and then after the movie, we will announce the next uh, next couple, and uh, we're pretty excited, actually. Uh, we've got a good yes. list coming up, so this first, uh, this first month or month or two or whatever it's going to be, it's going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, we're finishing up the Teen Wolves tonight, and uh, I think, I think, uh, based on what we've come up with for the rest of the, for at least for the, for the coming episodes, Teen Wolf Two will be the bottom. So everything's up from there, baby. Yeah, everything's <laughs> up from the bottom. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Jason Bateman, but damn. Yeah. Sorry about that, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we no Jason Bateman tonight. Just uh, Michael no, J. Fox. No, we got we got the who's that? The MJF, <laughs> Michael J. Fox in a classic film that uh, yeah, a lot of people very much like this. I prefer this over you know whatever that MTV in name only junk is. But yeah, yes. Teen Wolf, folks. Teen Wolf. Okay, you ready? Yes. Two, one, play. Okay, folks, so you might be starting with an MGM or you might be starting with an Atlantic releasing. They're timed the same, so you'll be fine. But now we've got Thomas Coleman and Michael Rosenblatt presenting Michael J. Fox in. Fox in. Tane Wolf. This brilliant intro. Which I think has got to be... um, (laughs) Wow, Scott Pollan. Oh, yeah. That's not... Yeah. This intro has got to be like when they're trying to play up the the horror aspect that the second one never does. But this one's only no. coming a few years after American Werewolf and the Werewolf. Howling. So yeah. this is your only PG werewolf movie of the uh, of the eight. 80s mm-hmm. right until this it, that was it and it's it's coming in close after ghostbusters so it could be mm. i guess you could say that horror comedy right type. um we'll have some things to say about the music by miles goodman i'm sure <laughs> and the songs it's actually not bad the original songs yeah the music's better than some of the songs jeff loeb and yeah. matthew wiseman i don't know jeff loeb did he ever write any other movies that got produced Mm-hmm. The name looks familiar, though. Rod Daniel. Rod Daniel. All right, and then <coughs> what was that? That noise. That noise is. Come on. Come on, hurry up. Lean into it, Mike. Oh, we still haven't established. It's a dribbling basketball. Sorry, folks. I can't wait. <laughs> we got too much slow motion here. So, oh, five foot one, Michael J. Right. Fox. On a basketball team already is. Yeah, they don't. We we mostly only see Chubby and Michael J. Fox, but they actually do have other. Yeah, there's other players. There are other players who are in better shape and. Uh, yeah. Not comically. Uh, <laughs> not basketball players. There's a. Jay Tarsies. Jay Tarsies. Big Mick. He'll be the villain. <laughs> okay, there's the one guy. 23. Hey, the man. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah. It's Troy Evans. And he's not playing a sheriff, or he could be. Um, so yes, they don't do they say that it's set in Nebraska or somewhere? It's filmed in Pasadena, so actually it's gonna look a lot like uh Halloween 2. I like how the guy yeah. who the coach's assistant basically looks like uh what's his what's his name? 
Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's probably his dad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unlike the sequel, this is there's a bunch of uh basketball yeah, in this. To, and yeah. Here we go. Chariots of Fire. R.I.P. Vangelis. It's just central. And <laughs> lots of slow motion in this, too. I think they probably it's got no three go. or four minutes out of it, thanks to slow-mo. Uh, and so Michael J. Fox made this after Back to the Future, right? Uh-uh. He made it before. There's Doug Savant, who... Melrose places Doug Savant. Yes. He'll... Uh, He'll get screwed in the third act, actually. Um, yeah. See, chubby. He likes to chubby. eat. He likes to eat. He likes to eat liverwurst sandwiches. That's a There's totally a normal thing. McDonald's logo behind the Gatorade bottle <laughs> on the bag. <laughs> there we go. Here comes the party. Now, his si- the sidekick there, um, I can't remember mm-hmm. what his name is. He's actually appropriately aged. So. Right. All these other guys are in their mid-twenties. Twenties. The weird little... uh... (laughs) Wow. Yep. It's Corey Feldman's rat tail. Uh, Is that Richard Brooks? That is Richard Brooks. It is? Oh, my God. A little uh, 80s politically incorrect humor there. Yep. (laughs) So... You really get to appreciate Jay Tart. Oh, shit. This one, they had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, Kentucky Fried. Not in the second one. No. Second one, it was just chicken. Fried chicken in a KFC box. Santa Anita, November 1984. Are they going to say it's set in Nebraska, or am I making that up? They mentioned the town. They just don't say where it is, I don't think. Beacon Town. (laughs) Yeah, so... You know, without having seen who, who is it in the second one, whoever they recast this guy as, Paul Sand. You know, yeah, God. you don't get this. You don't really understand until you see this one what they're trying to go for. <laughs> just with this uh, disinterested uh, Paul Sand comes off a, a little more absent-minded. Own. Yeah, this guy yeah. is intentionally just doesn't give a damn. No, like, yeah, he's ignoring. He's only half even. <laughs> all crippled up <laughs> <laughs> there's this other thing that he he's not incompetent it's weird no. like he's not an incompetent coach his team's just he's just saddled his with team a, just sucks yeah. yeah he has to deal with them <laughs> that's the Santa Anita racetrack there so they've got a Husker. Oh, yeah, that's why the Husker Power bumper sticker mm. or whatever that was on the wall. I think that's Nebraska. Mm. Okay. Boof, everybody's favorite girlfriend of the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That's definitely a um, Haddonfield. Yeah, I don't know that we intentionally only watch things filmed in Pasadena, but <laughs> sure managed to. Um, so they but they waited until Back to the Future came on to release this, or there was some deal with it, right? Like, yeah, well, thing was, um, Michael J. Fox had filmed this as just kind of a fluke, Mm. and then there was that whole just you know, legendary story on how he was actually what they who they wanted for Marty and Back to the Future, and then the studio went with, um. Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yeah. Problem was the producers didn't want Eric Stoltz. They still really wanted Michael J. Fox. Their second choice was C. Thomas Howell, who the studio, I guess, was completely against. So the (laughs) the studio was pushing Eric Stoltz. Okay. So they got Stoltz and, you know, uh, Michael J. Fox kept working on Family Ties till finally that he had a a moment where he he could divide his time between the show. It was when Meredith Baxter was uh, pregnant. That's right. Yeah. So somebody put in a word to Spielberg, and Spielberg, you know, put a word in Universal, and they totally got rid of Eric Stoltz, and the rest is history. Future history. 
The second movie needed this kind of shit. It needed this, like, yeah, something's going on. Something's up, but we don't quite right. But get he's it. experiencing it. Like in the in the second yeah. one, we get the he, retreads. He already knows. Yeah, there's that he's too. Aware of the family curse, but he's yeah sure it's not him. But there's that truck. Know. Yeah. Okay. And so now we will. Uh... <laughs> and Michael J. Fox is just genius all the way. You know, for something he claims he really didn't want to do, he's a hundred percent in it. He always works, though. That's kind of the thing yeah. with Michael J. Fox is he always yeah. works. Like, he's always good. Yeah. And I've before never seen this, him miserable on screen. Before this, it was just TV movies, right? Uh, what was it? Grand Midnight View? Madness. When was that? Wasn't there? What? That was 80. Midnight was, Madness and Class of 1984 was 82. Wasn't? Yeah. Wasn't there one called like not Poison Ivy, but what was yeah, the one Poison was Ivy. Poison that Ivy? That was a TV movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there was that um high school USA. Those were yes, TV movies. That's one. That's the one I was thinking of, I think. Yeah, with Anthony Edwards and yeah. Todd Bridges. There we go. Scott Paulin playing Scott the Paulin. Uh, mm-hmm. playing the drama teacher. Who only has one student. And uh and you kind of wonder what's going on with them. No, I don't wonder. He's molesting her, obviously. (laughs) He said he based this performance on his, like, father-in-law or something, which seemed like an odd compliment. Yeah. I guess he's saying his father-in-law is melodramatic. Yeah. This is going to be... There's more... There's more... Is this PG? It's PG. There's more implied... There's more definite. Well, the second one has some pretty definite, yeah, uh, sex going on, but this one does too. Like, but uh, <laughs> there's a publicity still. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to spoil it, mm-hmm. but um, oh, but there, yeah, there's also tons of uh, additional footage, right? And cutscenes, yeah, cutscenes like this here. They show Styles make another attempt. At some point, I remember in the TV version before. This is, of course, hilarious because Styles is 26. So they should have let him buy booze at 18. <laughs> Do you see the camera? The, uh, is there a camera in his, uh, in his reflection there? Uh, I think I see a camera. <laughs> they don't repeat any of the music in the second one, like which I find no. weird. And there's a little uh, Lewis. Lewis. It's the sidekick. Here we go. Mr. James Hampton. You know, he would have made a good Paul Kent. Yeah. Yeah, he would have. If they'd done like it. Like who? Superboy? Did they have? Yeah, they had. Uh, it was um, Stuart Whitman. Oh. James Hampton actually was on an episode of Superboy. He was the basketball coach, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> See, Pop is already showing he has senses and... I just assumed he he knew that uh, he would be wearing a an obnoxious t shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this one's closer to PG thirteen than the second one in terms of dialogue. Oh yeah, this is. Like, I think you know it was probably in the can and shot before the. Uh, you know what I mean? MPAA probably passed it before PG thirteen, maybe. Yeah, I mean, for the 80s, they were sort of, they hadn't really we're decided what they were going to cut down Yeah, the on. first couple of years was was kind of, because this was shot early. This yeah. was definitely 84. <laughs> I mean, the town's not very big. You'd think they would have gone out of town to try to find somebody to buy booze. <laughs> yeah. RC Cola. Yeah, hell yeah. RC Cola, the official uh, cola of the Teen Wolf, the 80s. An RC Cola. Yeah, here we go now. I'd forgotten this was the sort of eye reveal. And it's like, I'm not sure. Well, no, it's just like, this is just a weird plot point. This is a weird thing to get out of your werewolf eyes. Like. (laughs) How was this not Don Knotts? That would have been hilarious. But then again, Don Knotts probably was still a name. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, the Troy Why Evans be a team? What? cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, as we're cruising in these cars here, uh, keep an eye on location, location, location. Are they going in a circle? <laughs> Pretty much. It'll definitely be noticeable once uh, they do the stunt here. Okay. Well, is this where we see the traffic cop? Hmm. There's a traffic cop. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so how they did not duplicate this in the second one, I don't understand. Like, had well, people they had been a, trying a big, this? They did a big song and dance sequence, man. Don't. Nope. They had no. montages. Yeah. <laughs> Team Wolf got to drive around in a red sports car. <laughs> well, it's just kind of like this Teen Wolf... Back to the Future, it's sort of, there were these mid-80s, not just Michael J. Fox movies, but it's like, this was a famous sequence, right? Mm -hmm. How they did not duplicate it for the the second one, Jack in the Box. One of these shots, we're going to cut, and you can see the traffic cop on the right. There he is, traffic cop. Yeah, on the bike. And the Jack in the Box again. So. (laughs) <laughs> well, could have gone a lot worse for Styles there. <laughs> for real, he could have rolled off the. Sh- <laughs> Styles could have been in the middle of the road somewhere. <laughs> it's a very, very dark twist of Team Wolf. Is Styles just fucking dies right now? They're just like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. You never catch me up there. The '80s party scene that. So I think the house party scene continued for oh yeah they, a this few is more like, decades than this. Like this is the zenith of every teen movie. Almost. Okay, so all of the songs in this movie they are not performed by people you've heard of, but they're all written by the composer. So wow. the soundtrack, which came out on LP. Um, and is available for listening on YouTube to the point that nobody took it down, right? Like, yeah, because it was rare for years. But uh, it was one of those holy grail soundtracks. The, the mixed, uh, the mix of styles and all that was was intentional for the. See how Boof just melts into the shot. Mm-hmm. I love that. And now the yeah the the sort of. Having everybody being 25 sort of makes styles and them being younger than these other kids. I think they're supposed to be college kids. But then Styles basically the runs the party, which I find interesting. Right, Styles then, suddenly like, becomes the man. He's the MC of the party, yet they couldn't uh he had to bring a keg to get in. Uh I didn't get that at all. Chubby's there. Uh I feel like Chubby, they would have sold the Chubby. Looking like somebody's uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the... Uh, yep, there's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> and she's somebody too, right? The chick. She looks familiar. Yeah, maybe. I think for a lot of people in this, Teen Wolf was the peak of their career. And after this, it was USA up oh, all yeah. night Have you type ever stuff. ever seen Mick in anything else again? Did some other stuff, actually. I looked him up. Did he? Wow. Yeah, but he was already like 28 when he did this. So. <laughs> you know, he was on Knott's oh. Landing for half a season or oh, something, right? Geez. Yeah, like... Yeah, episodic he's much, television. He's a much better... Uh, well... Uh-huh. Stuff that could never happen now. In a, no, in a yeah. Movie, especially so, with kids. <laughs> Boof gets Malcolm, whose name comes right. up throughout this. Who is Malcolm? I don't think he's like somebody we ever meet, but he's in the no. background apparently. So I'm gonna Unless guess that he's Malcolm the other guy Jesse on the basketball team. But yeah, Doug Savant is too cool to go to this thing. Wow, a girl who knows what she wants. Yes. So we're gonna Scott and Boof's relationship is is very weird in this, and that she pursues him, and all of their friends think they should be together, but he would rather pursue. Right, What's he's got his head in the clouds. With no uh, encouragement from... I look at a 40-year-old senior back there. Mm-hmm. 
everybody's there's multiple guys with male pattern baldness like <laughs> hairlines like in 64 controllers <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a dope song though <laughs> uh. uh-huh <sighs> this is one of those so obvious things that should have happened between those two oh yep so mick just you know bum rushed himself in there yep that's another thing that this like about what's her name pamela yeah yeah is that she like makes a dick to her like and she's acknowledges it it's it's there's a lot yeah, more there's really no no real the, parts to be in with them no there's a lot more uh character to the teenagers than especially in the first half like yeah i think that's to make up for like you know lack of big special effects or whatever Uh oh Mm. oh yeah they upgraded the van for the second one i think yes here we have the thriller-esque music Mm -hmm. it's really good too (laughs) now up until this point we've already seen the howling and American, American Werewolf, Werewolf, the big transformation sequence. But what can you do without Rob Bottin and Rick Baker? Exactly. This isn't bad, though. No. Like, <laughs> it was a surprise how the second one does not. Like, they don't <laughs> even get this level, right? Like, no. They show him halfway. And then he's like, the next time they see him, he's got the full thing on (laughs) but there's no uh loss of control with the werewolf thing we've never like that's not is this the first (laughs) this is definitely the first one i can think of that has it you just werewolf out but you may you retain your personality yeah right yeah i don't know anyone any other ones where they also just have a good like wig for it right like the yeah. hair looks good the hair matches yeah <laughs> <laughs> but by the uh by the second one yeah michael j fox was not going to be doing makeup again like no he was going to be if they ever actually pulled it off and got him in the movie it would be like jennifer lawrence in those later x-men movies <laughs> <laughs> They have to spray paint a werewolf on him or use a stand-in, just patch hair on his face. It's so funny to think that in the 80s, like, a TV actor would be saying no to makeup, (laughs) right? Like, now everybody, like, pretty much. Well, now it's reversal. See, a lot lot of movie actors are going to TV. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, nobody's going to say no to, to this. Certainly not somebody who started on TV. Like, no. Uh-uh. And that's it. There's no uh there's no puberty metaphor. There's no it's a metaphor-free werewolf, right? Like <sighs> have some oval teen or whatever. That's quick. <laughs> there you go. Wow. There you great are. Power and great responsibility. Stan Lee was probably so pissed off. <laughs> I can see him in a theater. Son of a bitch. Now in the cartoon, they explain that. Scott's transformations are akin to epileptic seizures. Wow. Okay. And it was to sort of teach kids that it's okay to, you know. Gotcha. Well, there's also no full moon in this, right? Like. Well, there was the one. Was there one? Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Which will styles being too messy to live will, of course, be one of the few things they repeat for the next one. She smells his pheromones. Right. She's starting to starting to notice them for no reason. It's convenient that the entire cast has a locker in the same row. Right in a row, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just wait until we discover what the show is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's my favorite of his t-shirts. The shirt, yeah. Yep. I think that somebody was selling those. I'm sure they got to be selling those somewhere, like '80s tees, probably. Mm. So we have a we have a classroom scene, not like any horror movie classroom scene, right? Like at least he didn't look out the window and see right? a wolf like waving at him. The window. 
a a group of dogs waiting for him to come out and play. <laughs> right. Well, there's again a, a cut scene where he's like being followed home by a pack of dogs at one point. Oh wow. One of those classes where the upperclassmen and Lewis, the presumed freshman, all are in the same class. Yeah, everybody's in the same damn class. Okay, is it math or English? We've skipped through two classes. Oh, yeah. Science, maybe, right? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, it could be science. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is the Elm Street school. That would looks be, very much like yeah, the that would be there too, right? Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> all Michael J. Fox. This man was committed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a nerd doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, the principal. Yep. Your side of the building. Like, that... Uh, and this will be a theme with Michael J. Fox in the next movie, uh, Back to the Future. He just runs afoul of the school principal. Yes. I think they said, like, in foreign countries, they actually call him Marty in this movie because of Back to the Future. <laughs> we never something meet Styles never happen. brother. He's, he's 50. <laughs> this is something that will never happen in a PG teen film. Today. No. Well, they don't make PG teen films anymore, so. No. Uh. Yeah. So I think that's the end of our politically Mm. incorrect 80s humor, right? Like, we had the racism, we had the homophobia. They don't make jokes about, nobody acknowledges that the Pamela is having an affair with the teacher. Nor are there any, you know, inappropriate Asian characters. No, John, John Hughes had that wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> so he's completely astounded, but Nick is going to make a joke about, make a cruel joke about it. Like, yeah. Nick is aware that these these werewolves exist. Or so he says. Yes. You know. It doesn't really he go lets on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we have a title, folks. I'm trying to think. Was there anything like this before this where you had a teenager? Well, zapped, right? Zapped. And that was rated R. Yeah. Even though, I mean, with TV edits, it's the most harmless rated R. Right. I think, uh, well, Jeff Loeb said that the inspiration for this was Valley Girl. Because you could make wow. teen movies for cheap. And so yeah. everybody wanted to make a cheap teen movie. Huh. So yes, well. dad likes Boof. They hang out. And apparently they're better at basketball than Scott. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, now, nowadays Scott would be questionable that he wouldn't go out with Boof. Even if he, you know, made up this lie of liking some, you know, other chick. Mm-hmm. Well, or is this, is this, does Scott not like, they only needed to do it was establish he was better at basketball than him. And that would explain <laughs> his hesitancy to get romantically involved. But yeah, this is a good scene here between them two. <laughs> this is where I think I was like, oh, it is totally where they shot Halloween. <laughs> Halloween and Back to the Future. They say this is the same street. Where he gets hit by the car. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, I think they were shooting this day when Michael J. Fox went over and asked, what the hell were they shooting on the next, like, set? <laughs> and they told him it was Back to the Future. And he was like, holy shit, I wish I could be in that instead of this fucking werewolf teen picture. Well, yeah, but I mean, but at this point, he he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't play high school kid, right? Like, at this point on... Family Ties, was he out of high school? I think he was still in high. They really, like, stretched it. He might have just been in, you know, in college. Hmm. But definitely by the time Back to the Future came out, he was older. Alex Keaton was older. Because his, this would basically, besides this and Back to the Future, all of his 80s movies, he would try to tend older. Yeah, yeah. When he finally went back to those two. Yeah, to sort of family or friendly comedy, it was sort of a big deal. And it was when he sort of threw in the towel on the... Because 87 was his big boy movie. Um, yeah. 
secret of my success. <laughs> Styles and his entourage. Mm-hmm. I don't think the uh, sunglass girls have any names. Yeah, Tina and Gina. Really? And that was okay. them in the beginning. Okay. They were with Booth. Nice hair, Doug Savant. Yeah. It's like a wet mullet. Very. Like, combed it with a butter knife. <laughs> oh. So, and the question is, why does Pamela go to these games if when Mick's not playing? Um, why isn't anybody else at the games would be another question. It's kind of like, in, do they Well, they're the losing his team. They're the losing his team, but maybe the other one, nobody's showing up the, for the other, for the military academy either. Oh, yeah. The academy has people. But it's only got yeah, a couple oh. of rows. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you power on, you can do it. And there's a letterman sitting there. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's Meg. Did she Ask- tell him to meet her in there? Or he doesn't go to that school. Like it's very nope. weird. The uh, I can't. I, I'm not up enough oh, on my. You see that? What? See the shot where they, behind them, Pam was by herself. Then all of a sudden, they went back. <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell that that. That hair is not a cut like that was applied. It's not in the second one. It was just furry sweatshirts. Yeah, this is (laughs) actually applied it. And we got a lot more close ups of Michael J. Fox where you can tell it's him. There will be stuntmen. Oh, definitely. (laughs) They clearly made him do a lot more than uh, I would assume that's a stuntman. A lot more than Jason (laughs) Bateman had to do in the second one. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Teen Wolf's got skills. There we go. And we go right into a montage. But it's only the one game. Like we actually get. This is this is the in any other movie. This is the getting famous montage. And here it's just them actually able to win a game. Yeah. Right, Ricky, you're on the radio. <laughs> Did they have anybody else in mind for this? I wonder. Like for Teen Wolf. Yeah, like without Michael J. Fox, this movie wouldn't exist, right? Like, oh, hell so, no, because it was you know low budget. So I'm not that 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 is a good question about like who they would have considered for this. Because even <laughs> even for the time, Michael J. Fox was still a good get because he was on Family Ties. Yeah, you know, '84. So. Mick was out of that last shot of her at the thing, too. <laughs> but now they're at dinner together. <laughs> wow. Yep, shame. Move aside. No shame. And Mick's just like, uh, all right. Yay. Pizza. Werewolves eat pizza, right? <laughs> Does he have a beer? Ooh. Yeah, I think that's beer. Okay. It's the 80s, man. Kids get served beer and pizza joints. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that they don't have anything like this in the second one, right? Like, well, barely. It's like they establish this sort of the template and then just ignore it. Beacon Town High, you're right. There it is. And then here's where, right? Or he's just kind of his buddy is. Yeah, we've missed the scene where Lewis is underwhelmed with he's his still the vice Johnny principal. Carson. Mm-hmm. Blazer on Jesus. <laughs> Teen Wolf is down and funky. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Yep. Woo. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Give me some of that. Yeah. You see Styles in the shot? <laughs> oh, I'm missing him. You missed him. He had a hat on, like, like a big Godfather hat. <laughs> well, now we've got a full uh everybody's now. Excited to watch. All right, where's Styles in his hat? Let's see. Oh shit! I hope they go back to it. There it is. Yeah, I just saw it. Okay. <laughs> the little neighborhood kids all want his autograph. Tay Wolf. Chub looking about sixty. <laughs> How is it possible to look like a fat John Goodman? <laughs> I feel like yeah, Lewis's role really? ended up on the cutting room floor. Whoa! Ducks all about right. G checked. We're going to start establishing that he's a showboat. Yeah. Michael J. Fox just can't resist. He's, there's no 
Teen Wolf in teamwork. No. <laughs> ah, here we go. Here we go. The merchandise. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those t-shirts. They got to make them like that, though. Mm-hmm. With the logo. Much better than the second one. I think the second one, he had a couple of those left over, right? No, he had a different one. It wasn't or the one did it have the, the actual Teen Wolf it logo It had the Teen Wolf it. logo on it. It did not have the... It was not the one they made for the movie. Oh, oh God. Yes, it's a one-woman uh, Gone with the Wind. Uh-huh. Who the hell is coming to see this play? That's a very fucked up side quill to this movie. And now we have Teen Wolf as the villainous Yankee. It's like Uncle Tom's cabin if somebody black played Uncle Tom or Simon Legree. <laughs> yeah, Simon <Okay>. Legree. <laughs> Here we go. So oh, and you hear it. It's 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 he's trying to he's trying to keep himself uh under control. Mm-hmm. Was she even wearing a wig? Mm-hmm. No, she had a hat on. Well. PG. I I don't think. This would have been one of the last teen seduction scenes in a PG movie, I imagine. Mm. And uh, now, don't we get a howl at some point? Right. Yeah. Remember those cars? <laughs> Suburban <laughs> wood panel. Well, yeah, he should be good at bowling too, right? Yep. Is this where? Oh yeah. There we go. Mick's gonna say the some fact things. That he's... Yeah. Uh-huh. Great guest jeans commercial. Are they drinking RC at the bowling alley too? Yep. You see the guy that's just sitting back yep. there looking at them? I was just like, it looks like they're playing with other people, but they're not. There's just people sitting watching them play. Yeah. You would think the Teen Wolf would draw more attention if he's such a surprise, right? Like, mm. uh, Scott doesn't like that. Well, Scott's mom is presumably dead and it never comes up, right? Like, yeah, they never say what happened, or, or you get something with one of the deleted scenes, but nothing you definitive. Know, right. She's just gone. She's dead, but it's probably still a sore spot, regardless. You know, yeah. Now we're establishing you, she's just a hoe. Kamala's got no interest <laughs> in, uh, she's literally telling him, I'm a hoe. This is what I do. <laughs> this is a hoe handling hoes business. Wow. Yep. Go home, Scott. <laughs> yes, and this is the misery of watching Team Wolf play that Chubby forgot by the next movie. Yeah, completely. He, he had no idea that showboating ran in the Howard family line. Oh, this is pretty good, too. See, he goes in the shower as Team Wolf, and boom. See the background? Mm-hmm. Comes right out. Hey, look, it's Michael J. Fox. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Stay> with the city. <laughs> Where's my shirt with that on it? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. The 80s when everybody just wanted one kind of a delivery van or another. Nebraska plates. There we go. Now, in the cartoon... The town has no idea they're werewolves, the family, at all. It's still a secret. Huh. And the town itself is not called Beacon Town. It's called Wolverton. And it's got some weird werewolf theme for some strange reason. Courtesy of... Hey! Hey, look, look one of palm those uh, palm, Nebraska palms. <laughs> that is not Michael J. Fox. Hell no. <laughs> that might be Michael J. Fox. That might be him. It's, 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 woo. <laughs> Driving down a suburban street for this. I just, they didn't get the permits that day. <laughs> right. Hey, look. Hi, Teen Wolf. Scott, is that you? Is there the implication that Styles is drinking and driving? I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh. I'll just be down damned. the street, Michael Myers stole a Halloween mask. <laughs> oh, see? Yep, he's letting his, his abilities slip. <laughs> also in the cartoon, they have a full family. 
Really? There's there's a uh, well, the mother's still gone. Okay. But he's got grandma, grandpa, and a little sister who hasn't changed yet. Okay. But she's very anxious to be a werewolf, and she's basically the scrappy do of the show. No. Here we get to talk about the mom because the vice principal was after her. Mm-hmm. But there's an even better scene. It kind of repeats this, but mm. it, it, it's, it takes place after the dance. Okay. It's a really good scene, but I guess the reason they cut it, great soundtrack. With great, he didn't pay attention to with great power comes great responsibilities. Got to get a repeat. This week on Teen Wolf. <laughs> is that her dog or is that a dog from a cut scene? Well, in a cartoon, it's Pamela's dog. Oh, Pamela's in the cartoon? Oh, yeah, Pamela, Mick. Wow. And the only people who know he's a, his family's a werewolf are Boof and Styles. It's, it's cartoons, it's kind of sideways, you know? Very He's not even a adaptation. basketball star. Okay. But he wears a Letterman jacket, which is weird. And the Michael J. Fox voice is really similar to his, but just mm-hmm. a lot more whiny. Like he hates turning into the wolf. I like this. I like how it's like the the, mm-hmm. the, the teen angst of the situation's interesting. I like it. Their scenes are really good together. It's too bad she didn't show up in much else. Ah. I wonder Could how this much be a harbinger of things to come. Getting this and getting the chariots of fire probably costs as much as entire actors' salaries. Well, this is a cover. Yeah, but a cover is still and, not free. I mean, but they didn't but, even. Um, you don't even hear the lyrics or nothing. <clears throat> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh oh. <laughs> it's like. Um, Call back to a previous episode. It's like the party in uh, where Halloween five out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> where the kids <laughs> pull the prank on the uh, cops. The yeah. Cop. So this is a high school party where there are no chaperones. Uh, I think the principal's around, but yeah, it's like he's around. we don't establish. There's like nobody else in the auditorium with them. And we already kind of have a split kind of crowd yep you know his teammates are hating on him right look at that dude (laughs) and they already said like mick was supposed to be older anyways yeah they left him back or something all Uh right now everybody well lewis looks like he's having a good time (laughs) yeah see like that's interesting right like you feel like there was something to that Cause he's still friends with styles and all this stuff. Like it, it just seems like. Hey, there we go. Yep. Chubby looking like one of the blues brothers or better yet. Mighty Mac blues. <laughs> 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 yeah. Styles. I go styles. Was it the MC of the dance? Uh, yeah. I mean, what Lewis has no problem doing the wolf dance, right? He's doing the dance and he looks like he's having a general good time. Well, He's scared is the excuse, but we haven't seen anything. He hasn't seen the wolf do anything scary. Right. He hasn't. Like, really... he, he wasn't there for the bowling ball. He wasn't, you know, it's just like. Now, if he was there for that, like, and walked mm-hmm. in as it happened, that I can might, understand. Yeah. It would have made more sense. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's all she wanted. I'm sure picking hair out of her mouth all night. Uh-huh. <laughs> the long <laughs> ass chin fur. Fur yeah. just, eh. you know, who Boof kind of reminds me of a little. She's got that uh, sort of Joyce DeWitt thing. Right. Uh, he's just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Mixed ready to kick ass. There oh. we go. Uh, okay. Now this is what turns it around for Lewis. Doug Savant getting something to do for a second. Uh, yep proved lewis's fears justified that quick so much dialogue yep so much dialogue for mick on those threats yeah freak so i like this too because scott did just almost uh slice up a a fellow student yeah he almost wolverined his ass 
And now he's in trouble for it, which, you know, there's a lesson to be learned. Like, yeah, this is the consequence of your action, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So James Hampton. Mm-hmm. James Hampton is basically like a TV movie, non-action roles, Gene Hackman. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Like you could see a TV movie version. Like if they made a Hoosiers TV show. Right, exactly. Hoosiers TV show. Just what I was about to say. Yep. He would be TV Gene Hackman. Yep. The coach. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. On the TV version, they have another scene with him and the dad where he kind of makes a decision. He's in the show too? Like, did they bring the entire cast in? Like, or the entire character Mm -hmm. list for the show? That just seems weird. Like, yeah. So it's a full dress rehearsal. They're the only two people there. So it is a fucking one woman Scarlett O'Hara show. It's fucked up. And you have to wonder who the hell <laughs> who's going the school to this, is going to come see this right? shit. No one. It's this dude who got run out of like <laughs> teaching in LA because he's a creep. <laughs> so he went to Nebraska. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Scott Pollan went on to Red Skull It Up in 1990s Captain America yeah. for uh, what's his name? Fucking Albert Pune. I think once you make an Albert Pune movie, that's sort of just like... You bought him out. Yeah, that's it. Or if it's anywhere in the uh, Golan Globus canon circle. Yeah. With the exception of Street Smart, because that was the shit. Yeah. It's... uh, I don't think there's really anything comparable to Golan Globus. Like... Mm -mm. Did we forget to mention, though, Jerry Levine... Responsible for a lion's share of episodes of Everybody Hates Chris. Who the hell was he on Everybody Hates Chris? He directed like most of the episodes. <sighs> Such a good show. Such and a good show. Sometimes he does a Hitchcock cameo. Okay. Like um there's an episode where Chris and him were watching TV and it just so happened to be one of the sitcoms Cherry Levine was on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the big game. <laughs> against Mick, of course. Yeah, the dragons. There's just no... Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Holy shit. What? Somebody was wearing a Police Academy shirt. It literally had the Police Academy logo on it. <laughs> Damn, that was fast. Okay, so Doug Savant has been hurt, and here comes Scott. So... <laughs> look at those two guys behind the coach. They're like... <laughs> Uh, Troy Evans in there mm-hmm. he would go on to reunite with Michael J. Fox in the Frighteners where oh yes yeah he plays the sheriff of the town so the rest of it's pretty much the game but it's only 12 minutes left so that means it's less of a finish than the second one which had that endless boxing match at the end Okay, presumably Lewis is impressed that he's going to be human. Mm-hmm. But Styles is very concerned. <laughs> we don't get a let's get him, Scott. Nope. And Doug Savan has to sit out the rest of the see look, look. the rest of the police movie. Academy t-shirt. Oh yeah, look at that. I see that. That is a police academy t-shirt. <laughs> but how long does it take us to establish that? Uh, they didn't go. need the wolf the whole time, it turns out. Yeah, they just needed to have confidence in themselves. Yep. Oh, shit. Chubby's that's, a wolf. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty much it. They're all teen wolves. Which would have been a crazy twist, right? Well, it's weird that you don't have, like, Mick is not, there are no other werewolves in it, right? We hadn't established. Well, there mm-hmm. are, but it's only dad, right? It's not like. Right. There's a, a villain werewolf, which seems like a no-brainer that they just couldn't afford the makeup, I'm sure. And now we get our 80s. Uh, yeah, let's kick their ass song. Yep. Which, I, you know, anytime I watch this, 
for a cheap movie, they they did a hell of a job with it, you know? I feel like the original soundtrack of the 80s, like, there were some really good ones, but, like, most of them were mediocre, right? Like... Well, yeah. So you didn't actually have to do that much for it to be all right. You ever hear a Stallone soundtrack that's not a right? Rocky movie? Exactly, <laughs> right? Like, what's interesting about this one is is that this is all one dude writing these songs that are all mm. a variety of different styles and... right like it's like a created soundtrack or original soundtrack right like yeah oh look at that oh. this is your uh what's the song from you're the mm. best this is your you're the best thing right you're the but best. It's, got, it's got a different the karate uh, kid yeah but it's got a sort of <laughs> I'm Alex B. Keaton, Mick. Yeah, I'm Alex B. Keaton. You can't beat me, Mick. <laughs> yep, they're just better at basketball now. Thank goodness. Suddenly. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox is really good at basketball all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times they probably had to film some of these? <laughs> Somebody says there's a cut hour of just bad basketball. <laughs> I believe okay. it. Pamela has been inspired to support the humans on of her own school. Yeah, because she thinks she's going to get some more of that Scott Howard, you know, <laughs> beef in her. Well, well, there's my weird cut scene p- potential thing we'll talk about in a bit. but And Richard Brooks's lemonade is there still. Yeah. He has had no Just lines very far in the, in the background. Yes. Um, it seems like they should have done a better job establishing that Scott was trying to, they're trying to get Mick to foul out too. Mm-hmm. Put it in Mick. <laughs> yeah. But I feel right. like Doug Savant deserved to get, to not be injured out here and get to play some of this. Like, cause that's the one that felt so bad about. Yeah. Like he was chubby the went along for the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. There's that passed, third yeah. guy that didn't have any lines. Nope. Number 33. Maybe that's Malcolm. Richard Brooks <laughs> looking around like, oh my God, are we running again? Like, come on. Oh. Ah. If this were Teen Wolf 2, we would have had to watch all seven minutes. Instead, okay. Is that cut. even Richard Brooks anymore? Um, I think they got to stand in to play him. <laughs> I mean, probably. That's not him. <laughs> It's supposed to be him, but it's yeah. not him. It was like I'm not, I'm not doing the game, guys. You could just <laughs> who would have believed? See, that's not him. Look, it did not look like Richard Brooks. No, it's Richard Brooks in close up. That's <laughs> amazing. Nobody's gonna tell our black guys apart. Wow. Yeah, nobody could tell them apart. So just oh. put them in the same glasses. <laughs> oh wow! Damn, I think we just found a new flub, man. Mm. Holy shit. Richard Brooks for the close-ups. Wow. Now I got to check and see if it's the same number in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Styles has got some people who are going to break his legs. (laughs) They don't win this game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... There's, like, no drama. Like, There's no wolf drama anymore at this. It's just, like, (laughs) a teen sports movie. Right. If it were just about Michael J. Fox, if they were just acknowledging that he's 5'2", right? Like, yeah, right. Not once in the movie did they say, dude, uh, you're short. You're, yeah. I mean, even on uh, Family Ties, they got away with short jokes. I assume he just didn't want that to be part of his character, right? right. Like, he just... Res- I lo- See, the Mick guy's good. Like, Especially here, when he knows yeah. he's just... Yep. It just sucks. Shoot. He's just mad. uh, He's just a shitty villain who lost. Mm -hmm. It's over. Okay. (laughs) So there on the back of one of the video copies, there's a group shot of the kid. Yes. I remember that. Kids, right? And Pamela is, it's Booth. It's Booth, Pamela, Styles, Styles, Scott, right? Scott and And Lewis Lewis with Pamela. Huh. So I'm like, did they cut that he had a crush on, or like, was that cut? That, that might have been his beef, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it comes after this, 
So she would be going with <laughs> oh boy, <hold. laughs> and now she's just like drop dead, Mick. I'm gonna go hook up with Lewis. Maybe he's a team wolf too. <laughs> okay, where's zipper person? There we go. <laughs> XYZ kid. There we go. Tane Wolf. A very sullen Pamela there, you see. Yeah. And now this is gonna be <laughs> through the entire end credits is they they show this in slow motion for some reason. Yep. Yep, they do that. Malcolm Charles Zucker. So ahead of the clerk, but he's in there somewhere then. There's Lemonade and there's Richard Brooks, but stunts whichever the black stunt man was i would assume right. is lemonade for the game lemonade number two right <laughs> reaction shot lemonade richard brooks <laughs> the berman studios so they would have been the ones who uh did not come back for the second one <laughs> does styles show up in the shot maybe at some point but otherwise no it's just like no they, i think they do they go around so I think Chubby gets a shot and slow motion. You'd think the game meant more to the high school than uh, than it did, but uh, now we get the dramatic music. Right. This is such a Chubby, yeah. To close this with with a song like this is like wow. Very. It's the lonely man theme from uh, right. Incredible Hulk walking down the road. Yep. Bob Weatherwax Weatherwax was the animal trainer. Okay. Owner of Lassie. <laughs> There's Papa, like, Papa Howard in the stands. Styles. Styles, yep. Okay, all original, all all originally, all lyrics by Douglas Brayford, all music by Miles Goodman. Wow. And so they just had different freaking people record it. Flesh on fire. Los Angeles Board of Education. There you go. Friends in Fremont. I wonder what that means. Friends in Fremont sent them the bumper stickers. There's Lewis. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Given it's Teen Wolf, the, what's happening right now is Boof and Scott went someplace to screw. Like, yeah, they dipped out. Yeah. They ducked under the crowd and just went out back somewhere. <laughs> yep. So there we go. Ah, yes. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Classic. All right, so uh, let's see. Next time, we are going to be starting the Mannequin duology with Mannequin 2 on the move or just Mannequin on the move. Depends. I don't know if they've corrected it or changed it for the the release. For for those uh, of us who used to go to the old Cineplex, Mannequin Ooh on the Ooh. Yes, the uh, team fell off. Lincoln Village. Mannequin <laughs> uh, uh, So that'll be next time. Um, and then next summer of duologies. Yes, we will be revealing the next set at, at the end of the, each duology. That way we don't get ahead of ourselves too much. But we've got some stuff in store. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, not all comedies, so this will... Oh, yeah, we're going to dig into the, the vault here. Yes, but um, I don't know. Mm. No, I just don't know if we're going to... How, how After we get through this, this initial set of comedies, if we're going to be coming back to comedies or not, But because uh, we've got some other stuff in store. But uh, oh, yeah. for now, next time we will be doing... A 90s comedy to an 80s hit as opposed to an 80s sequel to an 80s hit. So (laughs) we're not not just sticking to the 80s, even though we easily could. And we won't be in Pasadena next time. We'll be in the city of brotherly love for some of it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Philadelphia. So for some of it, some of it. (laughs) Though actually a lot of it. Kind of. But anyway, that'll be next time. Um, we can talk about Chris Swanson being a piece of shit. Uh, yes. Yep. Chris yes. Swanson sucks. It's unfortunate. The once, it's the unf- once cooler Buffy. Uh, very, very sad. But And we will... Tragic. There will be some anecdotes next time, presumably, but uh, that's Charles sucks. Barkley would say terrible. 
Um, but yes, yeah, so Teen Wolf. Um, Probably know. one of the better, you know, of the 80s, you know, uh, oeuvre. I would say it's essential to watch. Yeah. If you're going to watch 80s teen comedies or whatever. Yeah. And I, <coughs> yeah. Not as, it's a non Brat Pack 80s. It exactly. doesn't have anybody even related to the Brat Pack associated with it, right? No, not, not even tangentially, with the exception, of course, of Michael J. Fox. But, you know, he he was never part of that. No, he was never in the... He partied with him maybe a couple of times, they said, but he was never, you know... John Hughes adjacent, so... Right, exactly. (laughs) That's sort of... I mean, that is kind of what the Brad Pack is. It's all the people, plus Rob Lowe, who... Yeah, it's anybody who was in The Breakfast Club or St. Elmo's, basically. Yeah. So you got your Judd Nelsons, you got your Emilio Estevez... Demi Moore and Molly, Ali Sheedy, um, our favorite, uh, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Rob and Lowe. John Cryer. Well, John Cryer, duckies. He was considered like, uh, like he he was one of those like James Spader or yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He was kind of on the outskirts, so he was. But I don't think right, the name only. Yeah, there aren't any sequels to any of those, so we can't do any of those. So spoiler folks. No, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unless, unless we could, you know, create a Hughesverse theory <laughs> where it's no. just a lot of those kids look like Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I never know how serious the rumors were that he was gonna do sequels to Breakfast Club and Ferris well, Bueller. 16 Candles was going to be for real at one point. I yeah. think it was going to be like a USA original or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that got the closest, but uh, <coughs> no, no Breakfast Club or no, uh, no Brad Pack in our. Unfortunately, no. No, there will Bobby be didn't. some. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it. No, no spoilers <laughs> for what we've got planned here. But uh, yeah, so the next time, uh, Mannequin 2, I don't remember who directed it. Stuart Raffel, maybe? And uh, or did he direct the first? Like, can't remember. Um, well, all I remember is that, what, Meshach Taylor came back, mm-hmm. right? And for some stupid reason, they used the same song uh, from Starship. They used the same Starship song. And it's the same department store but not the same locations in that department store no which we will and then yeah we'll get to but i mean by the this was po this was we're, we're heading we haven't been in the schwarzenegger phenomenon of the 80s yet we will be heading into that a lot yeah very <laughs> very much into that so mm-hmm. that will that will be next time and uh, with Teen Wolf, uh, yeah, you can go track down the soundtrack on YouTube. Yeah, now, and, uh, now that it's more widely available, I think the Teen Wolf soundtrack and, God, the Goonies went by for years and years, kind of, you know, just in flux. Like, you had to, you had to find them. Yeah, I would imagine that the difference is is that people wanted the Goonies, and with Teen Wolf, it was more that uh, yeah, they just didn't sign. Yeah, they didn't sign a deal for the LP to be released on CD or something, right? Like, right. Yeah, it was just hey, let's get this out. <laughs> Look, everything's got a soundtrack. It's the '80s, so get it on wax and shut up, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's basically what it was. Get the LP. Because even Ghostbusters, I have the Ghostbusters record. It's not that great, but for the, you know. Right. The theme song and like the Elmer Bernstein stuff. Now, the the original, I never read any, but there's a lot of, I think there was just some, somebody did a lengthy article or post about whatever happened to the, original soundtrack 
album. And I mean, that started in the 80s and it went into the 90s. So Teen Wolf would have been sort of toward the real beginning of it, really, right? Ooh. Like, yeah, like the 90s, you know, who, who did their soundtracks big was those like the Scream movies and that whole line where they promoted the soundtrack probably as much as the movie. Yeah. And that was a thing for a bit, but yeah, I recall even SNL jumped in and did a skit <laughs> about the soundtrack to one of those. Oh yeah. Um, Cause I mean, it was like you, your soundtrack was from the other corporate arm, right? Like you're promoting the internal artist and stuff. And so I right. yeah. if you had a, MCA soundtrack. It was going to be MCA right. artist on it. I'm just trying to think what the first big breakout soundtrack like that would have been. Because I mean, Flashdance would have been big, right? Like, but yeah, Flashdance, fame, anything with Irene Chara. None <laughs> of the. Uh, I don't remember. I would. I would have been eight, so I don't know. But like, I don't remember the John Hughes movies. Like, regardless of whether or not they had good soundtracks, I don't remember the soundtrack albums being hits, right? Probably like, The Breakfast Club. That might have been the only one. Okay. Because they had, I mean, Simple Minds, that you yeah. couldn't go nowhere without hearing that damn song. And uh, St. Elmo's Fire was Joel Schumacher. That and, was a big one, though, right? Like, yeah, that would have yeah, been that that was was a big, big soundtrack. soundtrack. That was David Foster. And yeah. Yeah, they really did that. So. Yeah. Um, no, Mannequin 2 has got a distinct soundtrack. So we will uh, <laughs> we'll get to that, too. Um, all right. So. All right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. And um, I, I hope know. it's not a full moon. Exactly. Hope it's not a full moon and get your <laughs> what are you looking at? Dick Nose T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> As we say, good night to Beacon Town. Yes, there we go. Good night, Beacon Town. <laughs>